you keep calling this a business slash money making revenue thing, and it's not. <laughs> not yet. We'll be billionaires one day. <laughs> I don't know for why, but it's not this. Well, that's fair. That's also fair. Yeah, I don't know from what from what we're gonna be billionaires from, but it is not this unless everybody starts listening to us, which you should. I'm looking at are you recording already? Damn. You are. Okay. What? No. <laughs> you should do like a A what? I don't understand. (laughs) Christ. All right, we getting down to business or what? Yeah, we can. That's the fucking time or what? It is. Wait, it's eleven fifty nine. Not time yet. Oh, we have to wait. We, we do. Down. We do. Gotta we wait do. until noon. Noon, because that's what we said we were gonna record. Yep. Have I'm, to wait I'm till waiting. noon. Hey, so much. <laughs> do do. Welcome back to Boozed and Review. It's only 11.59 here. Oh, well, the time difference here. My clock is fast. Oh, this still says 11.59. Yeah, it says 11. Okay. Wait. No, you we'll go back to episode 13. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock now, baby. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Boosted Reviewed. Your Chaos! Mon- monthly shit show chaos here we um, are idiots here we are episode 13 hello welcome <laughs> welcome to the chaos <laughs> are you in a, a beauty pageant now what are you doing oh i don't really like that only two of your teeth are showing but <laughs> all right all right how are you Morning. i'm tired you. i'm tired it's only 12 it's fine fine I'm tired. How are you? Being myself, doing the thing. I played a few games of Fortnite. Nice. Yeah. Well, not really. Interesting. What are you doing this afternoon? Uh, Mike and I are going to go outside and play catch. So that sounds stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, did I say that out loud? And then, I don't know what else. Uh, We have a book club meeting. Oh, your book club meeting. Yeah, that is that's today, isn't it? You do not have to join if you do. Um okay. Hmm. <laughs> I'll 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 see. Yeah, I'll yeah. see because I feel like I might get ripped to shreds. Yeah, if you don't want to, no worries. If I'm honest, but we'll see. I'll let you know though. Yeah. Sounds good. Then what like, the fuck is up, you know? What the fuck is up? I'm so sorry I cut you off. You're fine. I was kissing Mike. What the fuck is up? What the fuck is up with Morgan and Danielle? Okay. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I bought $30 alcohol for us to try, so that's fucking cool. 
Nice segue. Do you want to share the alcohol so we can taste it? Yeah, them? it's called Margaritaville Tropical Punch. And you know what? I looked at it and said, oh, I think I'll like this. And I went up to the cash register and scanned it. And it's $30. It's the glass yeah. bottle, though. Yeah, so you have yeah. three flavors. Yeah, there's Tropical Punch, Mango, Peach, Paradise. They're all Tropical Points, by the way. Um, and then there's Strawberry Daiquiri. And Beach Breezy, which is, I want to read these because this sounds good. Uh, it is oh, yeah. passion fruit, pineapple, which I think I'm going to like that one the best, but we shall see. Which one would you like to try first? I think I will like the mango peach one, so I want to wait on that. Let's do strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, I think that's going to be the least. Oh, that's a twisty. Oh, that smells very sweet. Oh, you're just going for it. That's Uh-oh. good. I also okay. brushed my teeth, so. It smells. It smells very strawberry. Yeah. Oh, you can twist the tops back on. Let's fucking go. If a top twists off, it's, it will twist back on. That is fair. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, it's not bad, but. It's not the best. Yeah. Like, I've had better strawberry daiquiris. Yeah, strawberry daiquiri thingy. Also, it's like this. I don't want to like fucking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. If that's if that's not a clip. I'll be really sad. <laughs> I'm doing pink. Okay, I gotta twist this back up. Will you fucking wait for me? God damn. That's not an inter- Sorry. I don't know how to twist this back. I'm up. like. Like having a internally salty moment. Spent thirty dollars. Didn't fucking. Okay, I'll spend thirty dollars next time. Okay, oh, you, you smell do this not. One? Please do not. If you do, I'll be so mad. I it's got like a weird smell. smell. Trying to figure out what it smells like. Very lemony. This is good. Oh yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. What that smells like in bug me. Just fucking. Hey, do you want to try these? Well, we're not, we're not done yet. Time. We're not done yet. I can twist this bitch back on. Yeah, you can twist them. Alrighty. This fucking cap is stupid. That cheers you. Yeah, whenever I fucking. I have to get my, my cap. All right, ASMR. It is fine, yeah. I'm sorry. Holy Christ. There we go. Get it? Finally, <laughs> yeah. Pick it. Woo! Ooh, okay. Boink. Oh, that's good. That is good. They're just More like peach than mango. Yes. I'm going to spend the next 45 minutes trying to get this goddamn cap back on. I would say... That... um, They're good. They're the equivalent of like a Seagram's, though. Yeah, they're very similar to a Seagram's. I think Seagram's taste better. And they're cheaper. And they're cheaper! Yeah, I don't think that these are worth $30, however. Hell no. Okay, you know what? 
Don't really go back on it. Well, I'm tr- I don't want them to be like not on properly, and that's why I'm fucking around. Benefits is that top screws back on. Grape. Maybe that's what you pay thirty dollars for. The screw top, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Whatever. We'll try. Fucking condensations on my hands. They're just okay. They are just okay. Um, they're nothing to. <laughs> they're nothing to go home, cry home about. I'm so sorry. I liked it. <laughs> I did. I liked it. Holy hell! Oh my gosh! Whatever. It's fine. No, I just, that felt really good to get out, and then your face was just. <laughs> I didn't expect it. <laughs> I didn't expect it either. Great. No wonder we only have four listeners. Good. We're dedicated. They don't, uh, they don't scare easily, I guess. Yes, not. Thank God. I mean, we're only going up from here, right? We can still go down. Anyway, so what, do you, what do you think? What would you rate them? Out of what, five or ten? Oh, let's do no, five. No, it's out of ten. Okay, okay, let's do it out of ten. Uh, five. They're just okay. And they're fucking $30. Yeah, since I didn't have to pay for them, I think that's why I'm like six. But yeah, if I yeah. had to pay for them, I would agree five. Yeah, they're, if they weren't that expensive, sure. But I would say get serums. They taste better and they're cheap. Yes, yes. So they're not worth the price. And they're just okay. Sorry, Margaritaville. I will drink them since I have them, but not gonna buy them okay. again, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna buy those, which is fine. So yeah, if you re- if you guys like really sweet drinks, uh, and they're not very like um, they're more of like a juice rather than a seltzer. So if you're not into seltzers, this could be another option. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I see. But I need to burp again. <laughs> I didn't want to do that right into the fucking. I wanted you to. Dang. Whatever. So that's our drink. Yeah, not uh, bad. Not bad. Okay. What did you think? Do you have anything else to about it? No, I don't think so. I'll let you know if I have another burp coming though. Let it rip. I will. Okay. Good. <laughs> I will. I just okay. So yeah. with. Sorry. Right. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say when we like a like a alcohol one of us at the end of the episode yeah and all the caps are back on so <laughs> also 12 o'clock on a sunday i don't really yeah, feel like i don't getting not want to get absolutely muscle Shipping. smacked muscle smacked <laughs> <laughs> i need water Actually, let me put this over here. You're going to be okay. No. Thank you for asking. I just wanted to make sure. While I die, do you want to talk about the books that you read? Sure. 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 Tell me the books. Tell me the books. I read a lot this month. And ended up a solid amount, which was... I, like, snuck in a book yesterday. So, I read Acts of Violet by Marguerite Montemore. And then I read... Uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. 
um, Heat Wave by TJ Klune, which was in ARC. Um, the Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. That's how you say her last name. And The Ugly Cry by Daniel Henderson. And I still remember by our friend Kate. I finally got to read that. Yes. Yes. So, what did you rate them all? Um, okay. So I gave X Violet uh, 3.54. It was good. It was really good. Um, read, I read only two fives this month, but um, okay. they were so good. Red, White, and Royal Blue. Um, so people love that book. Mm-hmm. And they're not lying. It's so good. It's so funny, and it's really happy. Like, I don't know. You liked One Last Stop when you read it. Yeah, it was okay. I think I gave it a four. Yeah, this one, like, is, like, I like One Last Stop, but this one's, like, really, really. It's got, Which one like, came out first? Red, White, and Royal Blue. Okay. Yeah, this was her, this was her debut. I could be okay. wrong, but I think this was when she popped off. And mm. um, it's super good. It's about the first son um, of the president like, and the prince of England falling in love. It's a really yes. cute. And it's funny. Like, the dialogue's really funny. And, like, um, it's interesting to see how she wrote, like, what the first son does and the Prince of England does in their free time. Mm. And, like, how their lives look out, like, behind, like, tabloid cameras and all this stuff and events that they have to do. It's kind of interesting. Maybe, and it's just... Then... Uh... Heatwave, I gave a five, and that's the third book in the Extraordinary series, and he, like, so the characters age, he ages the writing throughout the book um, okay. with it, so this book is way more mature, and, like, it's a lot more, like, twisty, and, like, the history mm-hmm. to it, and it's really good. I liked it a lot, and it's, like, my favorite book out of the whole So. Yeah, it- because the last time we recorded, you said that you liked this series. But they were just like threes and three point fives, fours for you. They weren't anything to. They weren't anything. But this one, he wrote this one, and like he definitely gave it a little. I mean, not that the other two were like I liked the first one because it introduces the story and the characters, and they're like wholesome, and I just like the whole um the character dynamic between the dad and the son, Mm -hmm. um, and then like the second one's like more about like how. Um, Nick becomes a superhero, and then, um, it kind of, like, talks about how, like, anybody can be extraordinary. You don't have to have superpowers. So, I don't know. Yeah. Really, and, and then this last, this third one goes really deep dive into, like, them being extraordinary together and, like, sexual, like, mystery and, like, something happens and you're like, wait, what? And then. It's really good. And I think that if you've read those two, you got it. You have to get this third one that just came out because holy heck, it's so good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Is this the last one? I'm sorry if you already said that. Yes, yeah, last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, he rounded out really nice. Good. Yeah. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Me too. I was like nervous going into it because I was like, 
I've only been like just like okay, it was good. I'm glad I read these. This mm -hmm. one, I'm like so so happy. Oh, he killed it. Killed it. And then, oh, Kate's book was so good. Her short stories were so so good. I loved the ending. So yeah, when I was reading it. The first one, because I was like, oh, it's a bunch of different short stories grouped together. So after the first one ended, I was like, oh, that ended kind of abruptly. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Like, I'm going to read into the next one. And then I was like, oh, they're in the same world. Okay, this is kind of cool. Like, maybe she's going to branch off of these stories. And these are just short stories that she's working with to maybe make them bigger stories in the future. Mm -hmm. And then... At one point, I was like, I looked back to look at the names because I was like, something, something's not adding up. Something is like <laughs> in here and I can't figure it out. Yeah. But then I went back at the very, very end and I literally laughed out loud because I was like, Kate, you motherfucker. You got me. Like, you really <laughs> did. I was blown away by this book. I texted her and I was like, I swear to you. I'm not just saying this because you're my friend. I truthfully like was blown away. Yeah, I literally was like, she. I messaged her. I was like, Kate, those were those stories were so so good. And she's mm -hmm. like, Did you get the ending? I'm like, Yeah, I got the ending, you wiener. And then she was like, she was like, Yeah, I was like kind of in a writer's block when I. So I'm like, Bitch, mm -hmm. when you're not in a writer's block and you write your full ass book, you're gonna be a New York Times yeah. bestseller. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was so like, it it was just really good. I yeah. made Josh read it too. Yeah, it's so good. I was like, this is banana pancake. Yeah, it yeah. was it was very good. I was very impressed. Me too. I was like, this is so good. Yeah, I she's so good, and I can't wait until she like releases like a full book one day. Because yeah. it's gonna be so good. Or if she takes that and just expands it even farther. Yeah, and just like, yeah, it makes it like Somehow. a full thing. It's, that was a good, good book. It was good, yeah. It was so good. Um, I'll put it the link. I don't know if she, there's, she has it on Kindle, yeah? Yes, it's on Kindle. And I think she was telling me that she's working on reprinting, but um, she was on vacation. And then I think she got sick. Or something happened, or maybe oh, yeah. her, the mm -hmm. publisher got somebody got sick. So it's um, been a little bit of a pushback, but she is looking to restock like the physical copy. Yeah, the copies. Um, so I will put the link in the YouTube. So if you want to get the Kindle version, get the Kindle version. And read it again. Very much it. worth it. It is very worth it. It is one of the best shorts. Yeah, I, I it was like I was sleeping on it because it was on my. A dining room table and I was like oh I'll read it eventually I'll read it eventually and then I brought it to work with me one day and I had like 20 minutes I was like I'll start it and then I finished it in 15 minutes and I was like just because her it was like very was very short short stories and then the writing font was big and then it was a quick read yeah but it was so good it was still so, so good so. Yeah. yeah yeah I can't yeah I literally cannot to the point where she can get a full book, publish that, and get it out into the world. Yeah. It's going to be a rock star. Right now. It was so good. And she's, what she's like, how old is she? Young. 20? Yeah. 
He's like, I know she's a little bit younger than us. I could be wrong. She might. She's probably older. I think she just graduated college, so not twenty. Oh yeah, like twenty-two, twenty-three, whatever. She's a little bit younger than us, but she's gonna crush it. Um. So yeah. Uh. So you know how I'm sorry. You know how some people have like their ages and their book yeah. bio. So I I'm checking to see if she does, and she doesn't. But she has her goal of like books read, and I just saw a number, and I was about to shout it out to be like, "Oh, she's," but the number is fifty two. <laughs> she looks like, that's not right. She looks good for fifty two. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, she just graduated college, so around yeah. whatever age you'd be when you graduate college. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna talk about Axe Violet because we're doing Margarita Months more. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. We'll be fine. She's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. We have a lot of questions. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm not going to talk about that. Because I'm sure she'll give a synopsis of the book. Yeah. Talk about it herself. Questions about it. There's that. And then everything else. Oh. I did not have a great reading month. So I listened to We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. I have the physical book. I actually bought the physical book from Mariah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand why she sold it. Oh, wait, like, okay. I have it too. And it concerns me. So I gave it a three. It is YA, which I knew right. going into it. I listened to the audiobook and I'll be honest with you, the twist at the end was good. That's why I gave it a three. Oh, everything else was just. It was very all over the place. Like there's, and these are not spoilers, but I have it in my tube, like to sell pile. So if anybody does want it, I texted Mariah afterwards and I was like, so I I finished We Were Liars and she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I understand. And, and she, she texted me. One of the things she texted me was, did you know what the fuck was going on? Oh. So it was very all over the place. It was YA from a point of view of the main character. And she had a very active imagination. So she would just like dive right into like fairy tale stories. Interesting. Okay. And I don't know if they were related. Like, if she was telling fairy tale stories about herself, I, I don't know. Interesting. That's on my car so, cart. Maybe push it down a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if you, if and when you read it and you understand what's going on, I would, I would actually love to talk about it because I really wanted to know what was going on. Yeah. But you're just like. It was a very confusing middle, and then the ending made made sense from, like, what was going on. But I did read – I was looking at reviews um, from everybody else on Goodreads to be like, does anybody else know what the fuck is going – like, did I just miss something? Because that's possible. Yeah, yeah. And I did see somewhere that one of the comments was the author – in, before the published copy, the author had a chunk 
in the very beginning, like explaining a lot or at the end or something of like why this was like the way that certain things were happening. And then it just got removed in the published copy. I don't I don't know why. I have no idea, but I don't I don't know. It was not my cup of tea. I also listened to it too. Maybe it would have been different if I read it. Physically read it, yeah. But <laughs> it wasn't it just wasn't it wasn't good for me. I didn't like it. I did give it a three, but like I said, I gave it a three because the end twist, I was just like, okay, that makes sense. Like that's kind of a good twist. Um so there's that. Um <laughs> I buddy read A History of Wild Places by is it Shia or Shay Earnshaw? Shea. Okay, I'll go with Shay Earnshaw. Um, I gave that a 3.5. I buddy read that with um Kelsey and I'm not kidding you when I say that was the most relaxed buddy read of my life. And I'm not shading anybody, Victoria. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I was like, okay, so how do you want to break it up? She had posted on her story, like, I have all these books. Does anybody want to buddy read? And I saw History of Wild Places, and that's when I borrowed your copy. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll buddy read if you want. And I was like, how do you want to break it up? And she was like, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm a really relaxed buddy reader. I don't want to have any pressure. So why don't we just tell each other what page we're on, and then we'll talk about it as long as we're at the same page. And we ended up finishing it. Like, I think she finished it either – she finished it ahead of me, but either the same day or, like, a day earlier. Oh, okay. So that gave me, like, the motivation to be like, oh, well, Kelsey's ahead. Like, I want to read more. Versus, like, oh, I have to read 50 pages today. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get it. It was was a good story. I gave it a 3.5. Um I wish we got more. It was like a very interesting plot. I was hooked. I wanted to know what was going on. Spoiler incoming. The fact that Theo and Travis were the same person, I was kind of annoyed at that. It made sense. You texted me about the the, like mistake and I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Also, that mistake was in there. And afterwards, I was like, I wonder if she wrote that in there for herself. Or... Oh, and it did get fixed. And it needed to get fixed, but it didn't. But, like, she had that in there for a reminder to her that these guys in the future were going to be the same person. Yeah, and I'm also wondering if it was intentionally there as, like, a a hint. It wasn't in Kelsey's copy. Oh, yeah. I forgot you said that. Yeah. Because I was reading ahead of her, and I stopped. That was, like, the end of a chapter. I stopped there, and I was like, okay, what page are you on? I want to talk about something. Um, I think I just found a um, a mistake. And I was like, it's on this page. And she texted me later and was like, okay, I have scanned this page so many times. What mistake are you talking about? Like, am I just stupid and I can't find it? And I was like, uh, I feel like it was pretty obvious, but okay, like here. And I told her and she was like, no, my copy doesn't say that. Oh, so yeah, it wasn't fixed. She is also in Canada, so I wonder if that makes a difference. But yeah, her copy didn't say that. Interesting. Yeah, her maybe her their copy came update my and they fixed it. Maybe yeah. interesting. But I... also, sorry. I didn't... No, you're fi- no, you're fine. Go I'm ahead. wondering if that was a early on book of the month. Maybe because I messaged you and Lauren the same thing, and Lauren messaged me back and said. 
that she caught it too when she was reading it. And she was like, what the hell? I'm curious though, is this the book that you almost spoiled for Kate? Yep. How did you almost spoil it? I'm curious. So she, <laughs> she didn't tell me, she's almost not done with the book. So I was like texting her, messaging her. She was like, yeah, like, that's the one character's talking and uh, said the different name. And she's like, did you notice that? And I said, oh yeah, my friend noticed that. I was talking about Lauren, because Lauren and I just mm -hmm. specifically talked about that. And like, she didn't say she finished the book yet, so I almost friggin' ruined it for her. And I was like, oh yeah! The, 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 the. Oh, like being the same person? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. It was... It was all right. I wish we got more information about like the hypnosis part because it was just like there and it did explain and like it explained why they were under this trance and like why nobody it explained that part. Yeah, yeah. That's all we got. Oh. And I didn't love that. And then the ending when they got out and then they were like, I really want to go back to my life. I really want to go back to my life. The hypnosis part is over. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, my name is. My name is Theo. I'm not Travis. If the yeah. hypnosis part was over, you would go back to reverting to your normal self. Yeah. Right. Right. And then they were like, yeah, we want to go back. And I was like, you haven't even been out for 24 hours. Like they went and had like dinner with her mom or her family. And then they went back to the hotel and they were like, yeah, I want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little weird. Ending was. But I can concur with that. I just really liked that when I read it, I liked that the whole twist of um, them being the same people. Yeah, it, it was it was not a bad twist. It was kind of annoying to me. But it wasn't bad. It was definitely a different kind of read. Like, it's not yeah. a plot that's overdone. So, like... It was kind of cool. I think I just wish we got a little bit more and the, the ending wasn't as abrupt. Yeah, yeah. Like, it could have gone, like, you could have explored. Like, yeah. They could have spent more time out in that real world and then gone back. If that was the case and they spent, like, even just, like, a week and they were like, listen, it's kind of hard. I don't know. Yeah, I want to go yeah, back. Not, yeah. not even 24 hours. Yeah. And, like, I get where you're coming from. That makes sense. It wasn't bad, though. I did enjoy. I was, like, hooked on reading it. It was... It definitely very does, addicting. Yeah, it definitely does hook you. Like he's a very good writer. But um yeah, I was gonna say Okay. Overall it was good. So I will did I give that back to you already? Okay. You it's fine. Okay. I see you every week. Yeah, now you see me every week, so um I read The Measure, obviously. And the last book that I'm not going to go too, too in on because you want to read it, um, was The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna, which I gave, I think I've decided on a 4.5. So this is my second Kristen Hanna. I also listened to this and I will eventually read, like physically read one of her books, who, but. Real quick, or you go on. Who narrates the, the Julia Whalen? Yeah. Um, I think she narrates a lot of Kristen Hanna books. Yeah, that makes sense. She's a popular like audiobook narrator anyway, but she, she does a lot as of soon as I heard her voice, I was like, yep, borrow. 
Um, yeah, I was gonna say I think she does a lot of the big name authors. Does mm-hmm. Taylor Jenkins read? Mm-hmm. Uh. She has her own she... book coming out. I know. I don't know how she would be as an author, but I'll probably give it a try. An only good thing. That's good. I got this one on Libby because I was like, you know what? I want another Kristen Hanna book. And I wanted to listen to it because I wanted like something to listen to on a drive at work, whatever. And so it is not what, like I was thinking as I was reading this. This is not what Danielle thinks it is. Yeah. It, yeah. You said that to me. And I'm going to I think I'm going to reread. Because I'm going to read all of these books because I own them. Yes, yes, of course. I'm going to reread through the synopsis of the ones that I have and decide which one. Because I have to read, my goal is to read one Kristen here. Whatever that one is. You can um, suggest it in Mariah's book club like I did. And then you have to read it. <laughs> Shout out to gamers that read. Yeah. I I threw in a, a suggestion to read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue so I could get my goal done, and that's the book that's we're reading for it. September. So or for August. Listen, that's a good way to read a book that you are unsure if you're like. Because And I can read it with everybody else. And it motivates you. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm double motivating myself for that one and reading. So Yes. So that'll make um, it a little bit more tolerable. If your Kristen Hanna book that you decide on is a book that I have not read yet, I will buddy read with you. Oh, okay. So ah. if that makes it a little bit easier too. But yeah. it was it was good. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. I was talking with Jamie about there was like a certain part at the end that both of us weren't too, too crazy about. And I think that's why I gave it a 4.5. Oh, okay. Um. But it's about a family who just like picks up and moves to Alaska. It's a mom, dad, and daughter. I cannot remember their names right at this moment, but they pick up and move to Alaska and nobody wants to move there except for the dad because he like thinks it's going to be their place that they're going to live at. And they get there, they all fall in love with it. And the dad is very, very, very abusive. So when they meet this like hotshot guy in town and mom's like talking to him a little too much, dad gets pissed off. And then the daughter meets her, meets the hotshot guy's son and they become best friends and you see them progressively like growing up and then something traumatic. Well, a lot of things traumatic happen in this book, but something, the first traumatic thing happens and then it kind of like shapes a lot of the ne- the future mm-hmm. i guess and then it just kind of goes off from there but you were like yeah it's a book about alaska and hiking and i was reading this and i was like no it's not <laughs> no it's not it was very good though i just think for people who pay attention to trigger warnings there's a lot of domestic violence in this book there is a not just one singular incident i said that dad was abusive so you can kind of put two and two together it is a very prominent theme in this book so just take that into consideration um there is death in this book there is all different kinds of trauma so keep that in mind if you're thinking of picking up this book or reading this book whatever um i did love listening to it again julia whalen is she's the queen amazing. She's yes the um so with that being said i don't want to spoil anything i think you will enjoy it but 
Yeah, that one might be a pause one just because I recently <laughs> read a book with domestic violence. Um, the stepdad was very violent, and it was oh really hard for me. To might not read. That. I mean, I'm gonna read it, but like that might be one that I not Prepare read until for. later. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot for me. To I was really struggling. Yeah. I almost DNF'd it because I was like, this is like a lot to read. Yeah. And that's that's totally okay. I just think if it's like a one-time thing, I think it's just worth mentioning just to be like, hey, this is like a traumatic part in the book, but like yeah. it's very it's a good chunk of the book. Yeah. I a might yeah, that one I might reread all of the synopsis. You have true colors too, don't you? Josh's mom borrowed that from me. Okay. <laughs> but I yes, I own that one and then I have your copy of The Nightingale, but yeah. I can always Get my own copy and we can buddy read. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. We can figure that one out. Also, okay. you do have your own pick for October. Oh, for my birthday. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll see if there's any good books that I'm excited for coming out in October and we'll see. Okay. But yeah, just a, just a thought. But yeah, I have enjoyed it. She does have a theme with her books that I don't want to, to give away or say anything yet, but I haven't been able to talk to anybody about it because I don't think Jamie has read The Four Winds and then Mariah read The Four Winds and I don't know if Mariah read The Great Alone. You should find somebody who is like a really big Kristen and Hannah fan and follow them. Don't go in aggressively, but like, because I would, um, and that usually doesn't go well. Um, follow her, like her stuff. There, It could be a, a man too. Um, and uh just eventually be like hey so i like I, i've only read two of her books so it could just be in those two books oh, okay that it happened but something very similar in the four winds happened in the great alone and i was like okay well this is going to be the next plot twist and it was oh okay did you you're listening to nightingale or did you try to listen to tried to but it was very close after i read or listened to the four winds so i wanted to take a break oh i see okay of Kristen hannah just because i didn't want to like over because i really loved the four winds Got it. and i didn't want to be like oh my god i love all of her books read them all and then like get sick of it yeah and like if you really like her stuff it's like a good like way like but she has a lot she has a lot of she books. does she has a ton yeah. so like yeah like that's what i feel like i'm doing with taylor jenkins so I have like a frig load of things. Um, I have her, all her backlist, but I love Taylor. Yeah. And I think also I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was oh, I'm sorry. about. No, it wasn't. I just left my mind. <laughs> um, about reading her stuff back to. Oh, I think also I, again, did enjoy The Great Alone. The Four Winds, I'm also wondering if that's going to be, like, my favorite book of hers because it's the first book that I read. You were out of hers, yeah. That was, like, my first introduction to Kristen Hanna. That's a good thought because, like, I read Seven Husbands by Taylor Jenkins. My favorite of hers. It's, like, your first introduction to this whole yeah, world. world, essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, But for that... I still would highly suggest it. I think just paying attention to the trigger warnings is important. Um, 
And I do want to bring up one more thing really quickly. I wanted to write this down and it j- literally just popped into my mind. We went to go see where the crawdads sing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is important and things. <laughs> that is like an all-time favorite movie of mine. Now. I need to go see it. Oh. I was sitting in the theater. It is very much like the book. I don't think they left anything out. Okay, that's good. That's what I was worried about. Um, and I didn't think Reese Witherspoon would do anything like to change the book. Because I know mm-hmm. she loved the book and she made it her book club book and like she's produced she was a producer on it. So I'm like, she has yes. to make this good. She did that book justice. And I was sitting there, so I went with Josh and his mom. And we're sitting in the theater and I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole for a second. But I know I texted you this and I sounded like a wiener saying it, but I was sitting in the theater and then where the crawdad sing popped up and the music started and I was, I fucking started crying. My God. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually happening. Like you just get so excited seeing a book become a movie and you just hope that it doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. A a book that, that was like a top book for me in 2020, 2021. That's when you you started to get back into reading. And I forced Josh's mom to read it. I forced you to read it. Yep. I forced Josh to. Re- so I was like, I was like, please don't suck. Please don't suck. And by the end, the credits started rolling and I'm sitting there ugly crying. And Josh is like, what is the matter? And I was like, it was just so good. It was so good. I'm so happy. Like it was, I have tears in my eyes right now. It, look at my eyes. It was so good. It was so good. That's all I need to say because I don't want to like ruin it. But they did not leave anything important out. I think the casting was beautiful. So good. So good. Yes. Jumpin's wife, Riot. I love her so much. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm hoping it's still. I'm sure it'll stay in theater. But um, mm-hmm. hoping to go home and after I go on vacation, go see mm-hmm. my mom. Hopefully we can like fit that in. I know she loved that book a lot, and I'm like, I want to see it with my mom. So we'll see. Life is crazy. I want to see it so bad. And then if mm-hmm. I don't end up seeing it, I'll as soon as it hits, watch it. If you don't fit it in with your mom and you come back and it's still in theaters, I will go and see it with you. Okay. I would love to see that movie again. Okay. And I know you're not a crazy Taylor Swift fan, but Taylor Swift yeah, made a song just for this. this. Yeah, I did see that. And they used it. It was, of course, the credits song, too. Uh, so as I'm, like, bawling, I'm like, oh, my God. It's Taylor Swift. I take back what I said. They did change one thing about, well, I don't know if I want to say it. They changed one thing, but they tweaked it in a way that is possible. Okay. Don't I don't, I don't want to, yeah. Oh, well, I'll see it. We could talk about it after. Yeah, but. yeah. I just wanted to throw that in there. Anybody who has seen and loved Where the Crawdads Sing, the movie was, ah. I see a lot of people reading that book this month so that they, which I highly, highly, you have to read the book before you have to. It's mm-hmm. so good. The book is just so freaking good. It is. And um, Tate kind of looks like Philip Phillips a little bit, which I love Philip Phillips. Do you know who that is the or no? The band, yeah. The no. artist? Oh. Yes, the artist. The artist. I don't even think I know what this movie 
Well, he was on American Idol, so that's how I know him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he won American Idol a while ago. He kind of looks like, oh, him, yeah, like a younger does. version. Yeah. So as I'm watching this, I'm also like, Josh knows that I'm I'm in love with Taylor or Taylor Swift, Philip Phillips, Taylor Swift also, but Philip Phillips. Um, so I'm sitting there and I like leaned over and I was like, he looks like Phil. Oh my god, <laughs> crazy! I'm sorry, I've been talking for so long. I wanted to just no, throw that. Please don't piece be in there. sorry. We had it on our calendars to go see it the weekend that it came out. And Josh's mom came out and we went to Barnes and Noble and we went to the movies. We went to dinner. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I want to go see it. When you, I know you've been really, really, really excited to see it. The weekend mm-hmm. you saw where the crowd had sing, Mike and I went and see it. saw Thor. But I mean, I think, I don't know if Mike would like the I don't movie. think he would either. I don't, I don't like know it. if he, and it's not anything like. No, I don't think he like, it's very, it's romance heavy. But, like, not at the same time. Kate texted me and was like, I really want to go see the movie. I don't know if she's read the book, but she wanted to go see the movie. And she's like, do you think my boyfriend will like it? And I was like, yes and no, because it's a, it's focused a lot on the courtroom. Yeah. But then you get flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's present day in the courtroom, and then you get flashbacks. And then you see everything, which... Right. So good. <laughs> they just added everything in, except for the one thing that I'm talking about. But you'll understand after you see it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my uh, rabbit well, hole. Yeah, we'll have to plan that out. And see. Yeah. <laughs> or we just have a movie night if it's streaming. That's fine. I'm done. But moving forward should do you have anything else that you want to talk about before we go yeah, i want to talk about now we'll do it no let's talk oh. about the book that could be an episode i know what you want to talk about that could be an episode i know we can, okay add it to the list all right all right so this month we've read the measure by nikki or Ur- ehrlich i'm gonna say i think ehrlich. it's ehrlich that's what we're going to say. I'm so sorry for mispronouncing it. So let yeah, me read the, <clears throat> the synopsis. Okay, I'm ready. Start it. Okay. Eight ordinary people, one extraordinary choice. It seems like any other day you wake up, pour a cup of coffee, and head out. But today when you open your front door, waiting for you is a small wooden box. This box holds your fate inside, the answer to the exact number of years you will live. From suburban doorsteps to desert tents, every person on every continent receives the same box. In an instant, the world is thrust into a collective frenzy. Where did these boxes come from? What do they mean? Is there truth to what they promise? As society comes together and pulls apart, everyone faces the same shocking choice. Do they wish to know how long they'll live? And if so, what will they do with that knowledge? The measure charts the dawn of this new world through an unforgettable cast of characters whose decisions and fates interweave with one another, best friends whose dreams are forever entwined, pen pals finding refuge in the unknown, a couple who thought they didn't have to rush, a doctor who cannot save himself, and a politician whose box becomes the powder keg that ultimately changes everything. Dun, dun, dun. So, 
do you want to do what we did last time and do like a raise or yeah, do you want to just yeah, say? Yeah, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I'm so scared. Okay. <laughs> okay. You tell me when to start raising. Three. Okay. I'm gonna, on go. Three, on go. Okay. On go. Three. Slowly yeah. or quick? Sorry, sorry, sorry. You can do it slowly. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Yeah! Let's fucking go. I'm I love this. I love this. It's book. so. Oh, there's so much that's so freaking good about this book. So much. So much. But I want you to go. For, I, I wrote so many fucking notes. Morgan, I don't know if you can see, but I wrote hella notes. Here's the thing. I'm a good co-host, and I didn't read your notes. Thank you. I I'm going to scroll, though. Now I'm going to scroll and see how much you wrote. Holy sh... Holy I wrote shit. so much notes. I wrote so many notes. Because there's so many little things that are make this, like, the plot so important. And it just, like... And there's, like, certain, like, little plot points that are, like, really, like, just make you think. Okay. Where do you want to start? Um, I just talked for a really long time, so I think you should start. I was just going to say that this book, like, the thing that I just, that made this book a five for me is that it rounded out so well. And it connected everyone together. And that's what made me really love this book. And, like, it gave me goosebumps. Like, the one part that gave me goosebumps that I want to really, like, talk about really bad is when... Javier passed away, like, got shot and got passed, passed away. He was holding the... I was crying. He was holding the card. Yep. And he, this is the, this is what the author wrote. He gripped it tightly in front of him, the card. Um, the same card passed down from Gertrude to her lover, from Simon to his best friend, from Grandpa Cal to his grandson, from Jack on to him, even when he thought he didn't want it. That, I was like... Goosebumps right now. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. That shit was... I literally was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. But that's just one of the moments from that book that was like that. Just one. There's so many, like, um, Javier saves Hank's former lover. Yes. Yep. There, like, there's a ton of just random little moments that, like, that, that, like, are like that. And I'm like... It all they, rounded out. They were all so intertwined. And I didn't, I didn't read the entire synopsis. Like when I just read oh, the bottom I and did. they were all inter, all intertwined. I, I didn't like, I created a notes sheet because I was like, oh my God, eight people. This is going to be so many characters, so many like extra people. But I think this is one of the things that I liked. She introduced all the characters in such an easy and cohesive way for it to be like, Nina, okay, Nina has a long string. Okay, Ben, Ben has a short string. Like, it was all so easy to follow, and then they all intertwined with each other. So, yes, it was extra characters. Like, um, Leah, the person who was in the group and, like, gave birth to yes. her, her brother's kids, like, she carried for them. She was an extra character to remember, but she also was in Ben's story, Hank's story, Nina's story. Like, she was in everybody's yeah, everything. Yeah. Ugh. So good. 
so good. And like it wasn't like you think like eight carats is a brick load, but it's not. Like literally what you no. just said. She really wrote it real well and it wasn't confusing at all. Like, and if you think really about it wasn't. too, Nina and Mara are two car- two of the eight, and they are in a relationship. So that was kind of easy. Ben was friends in the same group with Mara, so he overlapped. Um Jack and Javier were two other characters, but they were together. Who else? We had Jack, Hank. Jack and um, Anthony. I already said Jack. So Anthony, yeah, Anthony was a character, but he overlapped with Jack. Yeah, but Jack, I mean, Anthony and Catherine. But she wasn't technically a character. Yeah, I think Anthony's the only one that really had his own single. Well, let's see. I wrote them all down. So it's Ben... Mm-hmm. Nina, Mara, Anthony, Hank, Javier, Jack, Amy. Oh, was Amy technically a character? I think Amy, yeah, because, yeah, Amy has her own chapters. I think that the okay. people who have their own chapters are the ones that right. are the main. So then you're right, yeah, because Amy did have her own chapter. So Amy, who was Nina's sister. Yeah. So Nina and Mara overlapped, and then eventually Ben. And then the last one I didn't count, I think, was Hank. Yeah. And, and then he has Hank, his own chapters. He has, yeah, but he was also connected to Ben Mora. Yeah, he like all of them. He like kind of had like an arc. Like, yeah, he was the one that kind of connected them, in a way. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So if you had to pick, who oh. do you think your favorite character would be? It's so Anthony's hard. not a fucking option. Yeah, I'm no, just gonna say I, that right now. In my notes, I literally wrote for under Anthony because I kind of summarized all of their whatever they mm-hmm. were. I wrote. The worst character. <laughs> he was truly the worst. Um, God, it's so hard to pick. Mm-hmm. Like, storyline-wise, I like Ben. Mm-hmm. But somebody to put in my own shoes, and I like because I think that they made choices that I would make, I think I like Amy. Okay. Well, that, they go together, so... Mm-hmm. So those two I liked, and I liked Hank. So, I don't know. I would say my favorite is probably Ben. It's so hard because they're so awesome. They, they are. I wrote down um, the characters, parentheses, except for Anthony, were also relatable, and I fell in love with each of their stories. They're also, yeah, they have their all, oh, yeah. Jack, I think, had the most growth. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he was. Jack had the most growth. For sure. Um, I also think I would agree. If So if I had to pick, I think it would also be Ben. I also really... I liked Nina and Mara. I was trying to put myself in their shoes because they argued a lot. And I was like, okay, you guys are arguing about nothing. Like, this is kind of not annoying in a sense of, like, the reader. I was annoyed. I was annoyed from like a third person to be like, you guys have a limited amount of time together. Why are you going to spend it arguing? Like I thought they were arguing over dumb things. However, I don't know how I would have reacted in in their shoes. So like I liked them together as a whole because it kind like their relationship was a lot. I think that like, if she didn't include them being like arguing that, I think it wouldn't have like, she, like, really did a really good job of, like, including a bunch of different ways that the strings could go. 
like yeah nina and mara both saw their um strings and that was the point of view you get from a couple saw their strings have different lengths mm-hmm. where we have anthony and Catherine, who have the same strings so we've got them then we've got ben and amy who amy hasn't seen her string ben has a short string so it's like she has a bunch of different relationships but yeah like, yeah that's a good yes that's i liked that sense too and like you know what i really wish that happened and i know mm-hmm. that they're like javier dies but i wish that javier and jack had a relationship <laughs> i knew that's what you were gonna say as soon as you said that <laughs> i wish that they were they fell in love i liked their friendship for what it was i don't know i don't know how i would have felt if it turned into like a relationship i mean i wouldn't have disliked it yeah. but i liked the friendship aspect between them mm-hmm. because it made because you get the perspective, I guess, to go on of what you were saying, you get the perspective of not only a relationship, you get two friends exactly. and how a friendship can be affected by the string. Exactly. And like, and the same thing with like, we have the chapters with Nina and uh, Amy and that's sister relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's Jesus very, Christ. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It's like, she definitely like, I'm telling you, and this is her debut novel. She freaking killed it. That's she like, did. she really, and I... There's only two pe- two books that I've read that are debut novels that blown me away. This and Black Cake. That's her debut mo- novel, and she that book's killer. Yeah. So I didn't give it a five. I think I gave it a four point five, but not much different. So, but yeah, um, those two. This this book's deep. It's deep. I put on here this book. Felt very John Mars esque. Yes, yes. I was gonna write that in my review. I was literally right. Um, this is a book for people who love John Mars writing and Black yes. Mirror episode. This gave me all the passenger vibes. Yes, yes. So that I I really really loved that the POV switch, the fact that all of the characters were related in some way. The fact that it was very, like, if this happened tomorrow, for sure, everything that happened in this book would happen. For sure. Which is horrifying. It's crazy. It's like, I literally, when I started reading this book, I thought, like, what would, I? Ha- and these lead to my question, but mm-hmm. um, I thought, what would I do in this shoot? And I was like, if I was in this situation, I was like, what would Mike do? So I asked Mike. And then I was like, I'm wondering what I just would love to see, like, people read this book and like what they would do. Would you open your box? Would you at you and your couple, your person open them together? Would you share your link? Would you? It's like so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like, we might have the same questions. Oh, I'm sure we do. Yay. <laughs> um, I also... I put for favorite characters. I'm just looking at my notes now. I loved everyone except for Anthony. I wish he freaking died. Yeah, he's the worst. That character was, he really was terrible. Oh. Um that 100 that would be 100% what would happen though in a presidential race. Oh, yeah. There would be somebody who runs with a string and it would be a problem and then the opponent kind of yep. jackass would be like, "I have a long string." 
I'm gonna use it to benefit me. And some of one of my family members has a short string, and I I respect that. But I also yep. I'm gonna put a policy in that says short string people have to uh can't be in the army, can't go into active duty. But they mm -hmm. want to help serve our country, but you have a short string, so you can't like mm -hmm. yeah. And I think one of the things too that Javier mentioned. Um, also, sorry for our listeners. We are just going to jump around. This is like, a book. Just, That's, yeah, it's we're jumping around. Book. One of the things that Javier mentioned, which I thought was actually like a good thing to note. Well, not a good thing, but a thing to note is that everybody who was in the military had a long string. So all these guys were like, I'm not going to die. So I'm just going to walk on over there. And then they'd be paralyzed, amputated. Like, and then what? Yeah. Where do you go from there? So all these guys got cocky and they were like, I'm not going to die. My string says I'm going to stay alive. And then they would just be jackasses and then stuff would happen. And then now what? There's like, and then even outside the army, people who had long strings and they'd survive were just doing crazy things. They were just doing a bunch of hardcore drugs because they knew yeah. that they would survive, even though that there are counterproductive things that were going to happen. You could injure yourself for life. You're going to survive, but you're going to really hurt yourself. And then they, not even outside, it's outside of drugs. They did like skydiving. Sharks. Like they did things that were riskier, even though they had long, like, because they knew that they were going to survive because they had the long strike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, one thing that I don't know if we'll dive deep on, but I really had to sit there for a second and if you take, so in the short string, long string debate, if you take any worldly minority and put, <laughs> and, and put that in, so instead of long short string, string, you put person of color. Long string. Everybody right. else. Yeah. All, yes. It's literally it that. It still is exactly the same to the world that we live in, which. It's literally that. Horrifying literally that it's just and it's so interesting um you have this world divided by short string long string but you also still have to be gay and have a short string so your life is yeah like smaller your choice your like freedom yeah. and your choices that you can have are smaller you're a woman and you have a short string you're yep. black and have a short string you're asian american and have a short string if you are, yeah. even even religion, same thing. Muslim short string. I don't know yeah, they made a point to be like um, same sex same sex couples trying to adopt. Same thing. That's obviously still like mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to do. It and makes, now you add in short string, long string. Yeah. It just makes it even like I think Mara at one point was like, it's not impossible, but it's definitely not easy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, like, um, and she's black, so, like, she mm -hmm. also is, she's, like, the character that has, like, short string black, uh, gay. And a woman. Yeah, and a woman. Okay. Yep. yep. So, um, I was going to say that this definitely introduces that in a way that, being the way I am, you can step your feet into somebody else's shoes, lives that as a reality. Mm -hmm. Makes you think. So, like, if I open my box, I have a short string. I'm in the minority. This is what people are feeling. 
They experience it every day of their lives. Really yeah, good. it was very good. I was kind of like wondering if at the end of the book it was gonna, she was gonna like have a bonus chapter to be like short string, long string was actually a term for this, oh. and then now you go back and read the entire book and it's different. Yeah, um, I think in the, the way that we're talking. To be like, oh, were you pissed off by this book? Now take it and put this instead of short yeah, string. And I, then that, yeah. I think it kind of translates that way. Like, I think if um, there's somebody who reads like we do, you'll pick that up and read it like that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I just, part of me was like, I wonder if this is going to be the ending. And it's, I'm like kind of glad that it wasn't just because this book in itself was just so good and like you're saying it might be better to infer it yeah yeah and just be like this is what she meant mm -hmm. yeah like you take that put yourself it, you really put yourself in the, the of some nikki so. or like if you want to be on our podcast please um let us know yeah because we would love to talk about that this would, book this would be yeah this would be a very deep conversation yeah yeah that'd be legitness legitness um yeah there's another thing oh this really this is and this is outside of all that but like um uh ex-wife went after her husband ex-husband for child custody because he had a short string mm -hmm. she had a long string and she said that he um she him so that her child's pain would be less because she, if she had full custody, wouldn't have to. Her child wouldn't have to experience her father's early death. And I was like, "Damn!" Like stuff like that, like was like sprinkled what, throughout yeah. the book, and I was like, "Yeah, ah! yeah." It was, it was very, very good. Yeah, this is a book I'm gonna force on people. One hundred percent. I was talking to Lauren. Um, I think we were gaming, probably, or we were just chatting. And I asked her if she was, if she was reading along the measure with us. And she's like, no, I didn't buy it. Um, but I definitely want to read it. And I was like, you can borrow my copy after. And she was like, oh, and I feel like that could go either way of like, I hated it. And I want you to take it off my hands or I am forcing you to read this book. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would oh. like this book a lot. Oh, I think she would too. Yeah. Um, um, God. Uh, no, I don't have anything. This is just well, so good. Before we dive into the questions, I think, because I have questions and I know you have questions. Okay. Um, I know I texted you about this, but I had three oh, major okay. parts that I teared up at. So when the woman was leaving flowers and she was like, oh, um, I'm leaving them for Hank. Did you know Hank? And he and Ben was there and he was like, yeah, he was a really great guy. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's the reason why I'm alive right now, because I'm he was an organ donor and I got his lungs. And th I read that and I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to make it through this. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to start walking. I'm going to start running. I'm going to do a marathon. And I was like, God damn it. It was so relevant to my life. That I was sitting there and I was like, okay, I need to take, I need to take a break today. <laughs> I need to take a break. I'm sitting there and I'm like crying essentially. And it was, it was just it so hit, good. It hit, it hit. 
And I was just like, that was so like beautifully done Mm -hmm. and just, it's just so good. I can't put into words how I felt, but that's when I was like, I really hope that Danielle liked this book, but I just need to like tell somebody about this and share it. And you were the first person that like, obviously knows everything, but yeah, yeah, but I was just like, I've talked about it before with Danielle and I think I just need, cause Josh wasn't here. I'm like crying by myself in my house. I, I didn't, and I like didn't answer you very well because I like we try to keep the book. Lately, we've been trying to keep our book, especially the one we're reading uh, uh, for the podcast for ourselves. Yeah, and I like, was like, uh, well, that's why because it wasn't anything spoilery. If I wasn't like, oh my god, I love this book. I was like, I am just at a part right now that I need to like. I knew exactly. Yeah, and I knew exactly what part you were talking. And then you didn't answer me, and I was like, well, I don't know if she like. I knew you were probably doing that because you thought I was going to be like, oh, I love this book so much. I know. I was yeah. like, I don't want to have her say anything. No. And it was just a very like heartwarming. Yeah. That hit hard. Part of the book. It, it went hard. <laughs> it, it definitely smacked me right on my fucking ass. It said, um, I'm going to hit you real hard today. <laughs> um, Two other major parts. So when we were looking into Amy and Ben's future and they got married and all this stuff, that was just really sweet. I and know then what you're gonna fucking say. Go ahead. The pl- the plaque that they have. Oh. I'm go. I'm going there. I am okay. going there. But the plaque that they had, I looked back because I literally read it and I was like, oh, my heart, because they were pen pals, as we know. They were each other's pen pals. They ended up getting married. And it says, Dear B, no matter what happens, I still feel the same. A. I literally have goosebumps right now. Also I say. read that and I was like, oh, my and heart. And the fact that they got it framed was just. That's Gertrude's. The letter to Gertrude. What Gertrude's letter said. No matter what happens, I still feel the same. It was? Uh-huh. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that's what Gertrude's letter, and that's where they started being pen pals, and that's what their major talking point was. I'll have to go back. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's what... I believe you. Yeah. But... And that's like... And, um, okay, you keep going. I'm going to try to find this. Okay. The last one that I know, that's the part Wait, wait, wait. What, before you change... Oh, you're going to say this? Okay, go ahead. Are you sure? I was just going to say, no, you do your thing and then I'll say it. Okay. Um, this, do you ever have a book that it's so good that you forget about like important parts? Yeah. <laughs> in, in a way, I guess you'll understand what I'm saying. So as I'm reading Amy and Ben's future, we know that Ben is going to die. Of course. Right. We know he has a short string and I was so enveloped in this story that I fucking forgot that Amy didn't look at her box. Oh, yeah, that's like I a completely forgot. That's a huge for, thing. And yeah. I, I forgot. So when the car crashed, I was like, oh, wow, like Ben died. And then Nina was like, yeah, they were left with no parents. And I was like, what? Where is Amy? What happened? And then it was like, and then she went and found the box in her closet and she opened, opened it, it and it was the same length as Ben's goosebumps. Goosebumps. Again, goosebumps. Look so at that. good. I know my hair is literally raised. i i think i read that friday night so again i'm by myself friday night i'm reading and i just screamed i was like no she died like 
it almost. But okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, 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 no. You say it, you say it. Okay. It almost was like a beautiful ending though, because can you imagine if she was like, Well, Ben has a short string and I don't know if I can do that. You yeah. missed out on your partner, your soulmate, these kids, you missed out on everything. And then now, obviously at this point, Mara has passed away. Uh-huh. So Nina now gets to be a mom, a mom when she didn't know if she could even do. And it was, I know. And then, and then at the end, when she's dark, relaxing, and the guy, um, the K Sarah Sarah guy drives past. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it was so good. It was. So good. If Ugh. our listeners are still at this point and you have not picked up the measure, you, you need to. This was just like I was thinking too. We was science fiction was the first one that we picked out of the hat and we didn't want to read it. Yeah. This is like telling us that we needed to read this book. Yeah. We needed to read this book. And also I think we were just looking through Goodreads and one of us was like, measure sounds good. And this is like a top contender. I could see this being in my top five at the end of the year. It's so, it's just, oh, it's so good. And like it rounded out so well. And it's like, it really did. This could have, this has like a plot that could go terribly. Like she could have written, wrote this and it would have been like hot garbage. But she did mm-hmm. such a good job. I think the like, um, the major plot points, um, that like really hit hard for me was when Javier. Read the, had the prayer card and he the thing I read in the beginning and then Amy and Ben having the same string length and Hank Hank they said okay I gotta read a quote another okay. quote it's the part oh there's just so much like we could talk for ages about this book and we're not going to but um let's see where is it There's a part where I think it's Ben and Mara, not Ben and Mara. It's um Jack and Mara, and Jack's talking about Javier. It's right. It's right below the highlighted one. I know what one you're talking about. It's right below the highlighted yeah, one. Yeah. So you know your friend Javier reminds me of another man I used to know whose string was also much shorter than it should have been. But he and Javier made such differences in their lives. Their impact will be felt for years, even generations. In a way, I think the two of them have the longest strings I've ever seen. I loved that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and they're the ones who were the ones who died the quickest. Mm-hmm. And, and they were the ones like Hank was an ER surgeon. So he saved everybody's lives. And like, um, he, uh, he saved Anthony's life, even though Anthony was a dirt bag and he was Anthony. I mean, Hank essentially was fighting against Anthony, what he's yep. pushing. And then he also saved the girl, life with the lungs because he was an organ donor and oh my gosh it's just like so yep. much and okay one more thing this is the last thing i'm gonna mention i'm so sorry but don't apologize it's Nina a good book. and mara go to italy and they talk to the woman in the shop about um they ask like hey what did you guys in italy do when this happened and she the woman was like and it, no one really opened their boxes because we just know that we take our passions first and like we love food first. We love um, art first and we essentially love our family first. We didn't need a box to show us what was important. And I was like, 
whoa, <laughs> like, yes. And I love that. So I think that's also very accurate to a lot of countries outside of the United States. Uh, yeah, because I also made a note somewhere. I think maybe I was telling Josh that it was, I want to say it was maybe China or Russia. I can't remember where, but their government took control of their boxes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was very accurate. Um, the fact that like Italy, a lot of European countries, they were like, fuck the boxes. Like, I don't really care. And America is like, we got to do the boxes, place, the boxes, the <laughs> one place going insane because we're a bunch of fucking idiots Our over here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it tracked very accurately to what I think would happen in the world if this were to happen tomorrow. I agree. That was one of the questions in the read with Jenna um, today's show questions that they had was mm -hmm. to think, well, how in today's age, how do you think? this would go and i'm like it literally would be the same well you just thing. read the book did yeah, you not it's literally the same thing so this I is exactly what would happen i didn't yes. include that question because i was like morgan and i are gonna be like um this is exactly what happened yeah <laughs> um before we dive into the questions do you want to go over anything else because i feel like you and i are gonna have the same questions so we could probably go back and forth i only have one two three four five six questions um they're gonna probably be the same so no i don't okay. those are like okay. the only four like when you mentioned your big ones i was like okay i'm gonna mention yeah um so i think the obvious question that you and i both have is if we were to get these strings would you look at your box fuck. do you think that you would look at your box fuck no fuck no no would you look at mike's box no that's like okay no I would not unless he opens his box and invites me to see what's in his box. I'm not Do going you... and looking in his box. So I have a, a take here. Um, I saying right now, I would say I wouldn't look at my box. Curiosity would get me. I 100%. You know... I can't even sit here and say I wouldn't look at my box. I want to say that I wouldn't, but I feel like it would actually eat me alive. I would lose sleep. See, but then I'd lose sleep knowing my string, so I'd yeah. fuck myself over. I that's so hard for me because, like, yes, I think the curiosity would get a lot of people, and I'm sure it would get me at some point in my life. I think that like there would be a certain point in my life, like it, there had like I think what's I got it, I would essentially open it, and I think I would hold out for a long time. But if something big happens in my life, like not wishing this exists, but say like gets disease and something happens with him i'd want i would think i would look at box at that like something big yeah. happens or like somebody mm -hmm. like my mom got in an accident or something like that you know what i mean like something happens i think that point that would push me to look at the box but yeah it's like the same thing of you get the book of life your book of your life at your front door are you reading it not reading that I, I'm a very curious person. Oh, I see. I want to live my life without restriction. And me having yes. heavy anxiety and being Fair. very, very obsessive of future and overthinking and all that stuff. I think if I look at my string, that's going to drive me even more insane. Yes. So do you think that on the same question note, do you think the boxes, so the boxes came to your door? Mm-hmm. 
the world doesn't know what they are yet. Do you think you would have then opened it and then you would know what your string li- – you know what I mean? Like yeah, would curiosity – it'd be like an Amazon box coming to your door. You'd be like, ooh, what oh, did I oh. order? Yeah, and then you open it and you're like, what the fuck is this? This yeah. is kind of tiny. Like, Ugh, I know. At that point, I don't know what I would do. But if I knew – like I almost want to be in Ben's situation where he's flying outside of the girlfriend. Um. Oh, I understand. Where he like is in the air, and he, when he lands, everybody already knows. Everybody what they are. knows. Yeah, I almost yeah. want to have Ben's situation outside of his girlfriend I, yes, exposing I his string length because she's a it. Uh, yeah. I think she accidentally or found it or something, right? Like it was just sitting there. Yeah, and she accidentally opened his, but it's just like it was already opened. I'm pretty sure. No, I think she accidentally opened his first. Oh, and then opened hers. Oh, because they were living together, right? And so she opened a box. I don't think what she did necessarily was horrible. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think she did it in a malicious way. I think she opened it, realized it wasn't hers, and then panicked. Would you have, like... I would have... Sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. So I think that's... I, I empathize why he got mad. I don't think he necessarily had in... Yeah, he no, did I have a right to get mad, but I don't think he had a right to get mad at her because she didn't do it on purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't know what I would have done in in, my, in those shoes. If it's so hard, it's very weird. But okay, you ask one of your questions. Oh, well, I want to know what you would have done in this. Would you look at your box? Would you not? Especially if it plays out the way. I said that I probably would. Okay. I didn't know if you I th- would, like, I think... finish your thoughts. Thoroughly. Oh, okay. I think right now I would say I don't want it to affect my life. I think I would really, I don't know. Everything that you're saying I 100% agree with because I don't want to live with any restrictions. I don't want to know. I think one night I would just be like, this is eating me alive and I have to know. And I would probably ultimately, maybe not right away. At some point, it would just kill me. It really would. And I would open it. Yeah. It's like... Because I know myself. So interesting. Because, like, especially reading through the situations that everyone went through. Like, yeah. you have a long string. Life to bliss. And you have time to travel. But also, like, are you going to lose? Are you going to not be mm-hmm. able to pay for certain things? Life is... Crazy up. Um, you want to spend time with the people that love, but you also have to pay for your life. It's a very interesting thing, and that's why I think I don't think I would box because I think that I literally so anxious that would absolutely insane. If I that's also speak. fair. I think I would probably so on the subject of this. Let's say Danielle opens the box. Danielle knows what her string is. You open it. Do you think you would use the website that they created to find out exactly when, like year, whenever they narrowed it down to? I don't remember what, like how exact it was. Yeah, I think it's still like by the year. I thought at first it was within like two years because they narrowed it down, and then they narrowed it down. They used like like by the day. Yeah. Um. No. I don't think I would either. No. Because within that year, panic, panic, yep, absolute panic. Yeah, I don't think I would use it. There's just, I, yeah, 
it's already showing you life's too short. Mm-hmm. Live it to the fullest and, like, live your life for your daily and, like, I already panic about the future anyway, so it's, like, gotta live it day by day. Like, yeah. You gotta love the beauty already in your outside of when you're gonna die, all this jazz. Um, I agree with you. I think if I did know my string length, I wouldn't look it up. However, going back to opening the box, I think if I knew I had a short string, depending on how short it was, I think I would want to know that simply because I just want to know my string length, not the website, simply because then I could spend my last whatever, whatever time amount doing whatever I want. Like, I'm not going to sit if I know if I know I'm dying next year, I am going to quit my job. Yep. I'm going to spend time with my loved ones and I'm going to make sure that like I'm living my life to the fullest here's because I know that I'm dying next year. Okay, here's another thought. Your mom or your dad or Josh has a very short thing. Are you quitting your job? Even though you have a long string or you don't know. I'm saying yeah. How short? How short is the string? Uh, like very, very short or like we don't know? Don't know. If it was very, very short, like insinuating that he had very or whoever this person is has very, very little time left. If it was Josh, I would quit my job and we would do whatever he wanted to do. If it was a close family member, my dad, Brett, Jamil, I think I wouldn't quit my job, but I would tell my job, listen. This is happening. This is happening, and I I need flexibility because I'm not going to be here. Because ultimately, maybe I sound like an asshole saying this, and you can no. call me out. Nope, because, because I think have the same thought. <laughs> because after, let's say they have a very short string. I love all of my family very much. If after they passed, I would obviously be a wreck. I would need time afterwards. If Josh and I have long strings, we have to then move on with our lives afterwards. If I quit my job and then I kind of like screw myself over in that situation, would I take a lot of time off? Absolutely. To go spend with these people who do have very, very short strings. However, I don't think I would quit my job. Okay. I think I'm the you? same way. No, I'm definitely still the same way. Okay. Although... I felt like such a douchebag saying no, all of that. I'm thinking for my mom, it was a different thing just because I would definitely, my mom had a short I'm going to say, hang out with my mom for a year. Just because yes. I experienced my mom losing her mom, that was very traumatic. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine knowing my mom has a year left to live and not around her for at least to make those memories yeah Yeah. so i think this book's heavy it is very heavy i think i would leave the spending time with me specifically up to whoever that person was to be like i think i think my obviously you and your mom like 100 percent. i agree with that situation i know how close you are with your mom brett and jameel 
or like even Josh's siblings, I think I would leave that up to them because I know that they, they have would their want their own lives. They have their own lives and maybe they want to spend I'm sure they would want to see me. I'm not saying that they would not want to, but I don't think they'd want to see me every single day. Right, exactly. Like uh yeah, like my mom has Dave and she's madly in love with Dave, so like she's going to want to spend her time with him. And but like Jamil has wife. He's going to want to be with her. Yeah, he's going to want to like these people also are going to want to do their own things. Maybe if if my dad knew that he had a year to live, he would pick up and travel. Yeah. And maybe that includes me and maybe it doesn't. My dad loves me. I love my dad. We have a good relationship. But like, <laughs> you guys I think are into, you guys are very independent, but you also love each other. So I think that would it be a similar situation that my dad would want to see me a lot since he knows he only has a year left to live? Absolutely. Would he want to spend every single waking day with me? Probably not. Um, we butt heads a lot. Yeah. My dad and I are very similar. <laughs> so I have a video I'll show you um, of my dad and I trying to put flooring together. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're not spending every single day for a year together. I don't think either of us. That might be how my dad dies. <laughs> He gets his short That's string, why he has the and then <laughs> he's like, "I want to spend every day with my daughter." And then he moves in with me, and then I kill him. Like that would probably be what happens. Dad, I love you. We can't spend every single day together. <laughs> so I think it would really depend. Again, yeah. going back, I'll yeah. show you that video. Remind me because it's funny. That's so funny. Oh man! All right. So that was my first question. Okay. And my second question. We kind of already touched on this, but. So you and Mike open your boxes, hypothetically. How would you respond if he had a short string and you had a long string or vice versa? This kind of touches, I know, don't roll your eyes at me. This kind of touches on your last question of like, yeah. quit your job. What would you do? Like, what do you think? It's not like he's dying tomorrow. He has a right. short string, like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Do uh... you think that that would, how would that affect your relationship? Okay. <laughs> um, I think it would be a lot for me. Mike doesn't show yeah. emotion very well. So I don't know how he would react to that. Um, I'm definitely going to keep put it up to him what he wants to do, you know? Uh, Is your microphone okay? Yeah, this thing just likes to fall. Okay. okay. Um, I'm putting that, I'm going to keep that up to him what he wants to do with like his life if yeah. he has a short string. But I would hope that I... I would definitely focus uh, the last yes. year on us, and that would yeah. come, and that comes into Nina's Nina's and Mara's plotline. Um, to play like, okay, where do kids come in? Where does marriage mm -hmm. come in? Where does uh, the twenty-seven dogs we're gonna eventually get come in? Like, you know, <laughs> like they don't they live in an apartment. Are they gonna get a house? Like, mm -hmm. so it's like that's a whole thing. Like, okay, if you're gonna die yeah. within fifteen years, do I are we am I gonna be in a stable place where I can afford a house by myself? And like, mm -hmm. am I gonna be able to take care of a child by myself? Like, it's all these questions, and it's like that's something, and that's like where communication comes into play. Like, yes, this is a very it's a heavy thing, but you also have to like respect their what how they feel. Mm -hmm. and what they want and like even though you might want something different. so it's like very a lot but yeah yeah i don't I even think... know if i answered the question but fuck it no you did you did it's not it's definitely not a vet, like a mm -hmm. straight answer type of question it's just not um 
What would you do? I think if I was in that, I would definitely, let's say 15 years. Josh has 15 years or I have 15 years. I think then we would probably see, well, depending on who has the shorter string, I think, again, it would be, what do you want to do? If I found out I had a shorter string and I had 15 years, I think I would want to spend that 15 years traveling Mm because I, like, ultimately want to see the world. I have this, like, long-term weird goal that I want to, like, travel the United States in a friggin' RV with the cats. Yeah! I love that. I would want to do that. But I also know that if the roles were reversed and Josh had a shorter string, his bucket, not bucket list, because that sounds stupid. He wants kids. Uh-huh. So I think his ideas would be different. He wants kids. He wants to be a dad. So I think that that would then turn into we would Build then start like making a family and then he would have 15 years ultimately. Like, I'm sorry, if if he wants kids, we're going to start sooner rather than we're later. We're making I'm, babies. <laughs> I'm not taking care. I don't think I could mentally take care of a small child by myself. Yeah, I, I don't think I could do that. It's hard. And alone. So like if hypothetically right now he has 15 years, the, the kid will be a teenager. That'll be traumatic as fuck. But, but... but I'll be okay. So. <laughs> I'll be fine at that point. Thank you. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. No, I know know what I meant. I know it sounded like that, and that's why it was funny. I know it sounded like I would just be totally cool with my husband dying in 15 years, and that's not what I meant. I meant I would think I'd be content with a teenager versus a small child at that point. I would obviously be a wreck if Josh died. Thank you very much. I feel like at that point too. Like I think Josh would be like. 15 is a good age to let leave Morgan with a child where he <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. But it's this the is the second time I've talked about killing somebody on, on Morgan's screen. a very um, delightful human. She would never. I have a very short fuse and I get over... Yes, with you. I have a very short fuse. I get overstimulated very easily. That's really what it boils down to. So if I am having a rough morning and I'm running around and I have a screaming child, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. Like that's, I mean, I'm not going to throw the kid out the window or anything like that, but like I'm going to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. It's a lot to handle by yourself. I don't know how, how single parents do it. I really, I don't, I know myself and I know that I personally could not do that. So. Um, that was another I think it's your question. Your turn. Um, okay, hold on. Let me read these really quick because we definitely have talked about the first four already. <laughs> uh, we've talked about the, all the first five. Okay. Um, hold on one second. I have one that's directed towards the book if you want me to ask that. Yeah, instead. go for it. Go for it. So do you think that the strings in the book directly affected the deaths of the short stringers? No. Okay, I have an example. Okay. Do you think that Hank would have jumped in front of the gun if he didn't know he was already going to die? Yes. Or if he did know? Yes. Okay. That's. I mean, that's fair. I think also the other one, if the strings didn't come in, Jack and Javier wouldn't have switched places. Ooh, that's a good one. And then they'd both be... 
assumed at the same location, and then Jack may have died versus Javier. Right. Or if they didn't switch strings, Javier would be in D.C., Jack would be out in the battlefield, and then how would Javier how would have that, died? Yeah, how would things be? And, like, would it have hostages saved? Yeah, there's that. Whoa! The couple that jumped off the bridge. Right. She had a, the wife had a short string. They wouldn't have jumped off the bridge. They wouldn't have jumped off the bridge, and then ultimately, I mean, maybe she would have died a different way, because that just kind of... Damn! I don't know. So, like, in Hank's situation, I knew I have two written down because I knew that you were going to be like, yeah, he probably still would have because it's accurate. He definitely still would have. He's just such a good person. And I think that anybody would have done that. Just think that that's his storyline and that's his reality. But the Javier and the Jack situation, though, ooh, I don't know. I think that Javier's death, yes, I think that was meant to be the way it was. But I'm wondering how Jack's storyline would have. That's curious. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it that. Way. That's very curious. I don't know if any of the others are as because we well, don't know how Mora died. Mara, Amy, and Ben might have not ever gone to because they wouldn't have gone to short anonymous and together. And Amy, Amy just worked at the school. Exactly, and. Well, and Mara, Mara wouldn't have gone to the meeting, and then that's how ultimately Amy and Ben met because apartments together. Amy and Ben were in the same car when they died. Their stories would have been totally different. Ben, oh. they were going for like a doctor's appointment because Ben had some type some of thing, yeah, something. Um, so they were going to, so he ultimately probably would have died of whatever he had. We don't know anything about Amy, though. Like, they just happened to be in the same car, and they died. Right. So, that's curious. That's a good question. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. For Hank's storyline, yes, I think that would have been. That's fair. That's fair. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. That's curious. I like that. It makes you think about, like, what really happened in this book. And, like, say mm-hmm. this is a story about them not having strings, and it was just a family drama. <laughs> I would have fucking hated it. I only have one more. Oh, I have two more, but we've kind of already touched basically on one of them. Uh, yeah, so. I think my questions. But I'm gonna read. Okay. If you were not with Mike, you were single. Okay, I know where this question's. You, ha- you have a long string. Would you date somebody with a short string, or vice versa? If you had a short string, would you want to date another short string person, or would you want to date? Or would you not have a preference? I mean, that's also possible. That's curious. I want to say I want to say I would date a short string person, but I also know how I am, and I think that would stress me the fuck out. Yeah, I'm gonna say because I know in this sense I like me bag, but I'm the person who likes plan things. I like to know that I'm in comfortable situation. Dating somebody and having a future who has really would stress me the fuck out. So I probably wouldn't. What if you knew they had 15 years? That. And you met them now where you're at in your life. That changes. I would. So 
I think it depends on the like if they had a short string and they knew that they were going to die next year. I well couldn't handle that. I don't know if I could handle that either. But then in a similar situation, you're looking for someone to spend your last year with, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I can't mentally do it." That really hurts. Yeah, it's so much. Uh, like I don't want somebody to hurt me like that, and I don't want to hurt somebody else like that. Ugh. Ew. Hate it's, it. It's a very interesting concept. It really is. Yeah. Um. But from that point of view, I'm not opening my box. So if I'm not opening my box and I don't know what my string is, I would date short stringers and long stringers. That changes fair. it for me. If I knew That's what fair. my string length is, I think I would, know, I would be more cautious. That's fair. Yeah. Um, my last question is... If you knew that you had a long string, so you know you're not dying for a while, if you could pick one reckless thing to do <laughs> that you know you're going to survive, essentially, do you have something that, like, skydiving, it, could, it doesn't have to be, like, hard fucking drugs, but, or it could be. I mean, if you're like, hmm, well, always wanted to try it. What's your answer? I'm curious. I think at the moment... If because I didn't really have to, I typed it as we were recording. Yeah. Um, my basic answer would probably be like skydiving or bungee jumping or something like that. If I had to think about it more, I'm sure I'd give a different answer. Yeah, I don't know what I would. That's a curious. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is like swimming with sharks type deal, like doing something like that. Or like, oh, you know what I'd want to do? I'd want to do river, the river rapids. Like the river rapids. Yeah, like the like, you know, when you're, you're on a, tube? a boat, you're on a boat with other people and going down a raging river, and you like okay. try to go down. That's like super dangerous. People die a lot okay. of those things. That's something I would try. Or okay. I would ha- hike Mount Everest. Do something crazy like that. Ooh, do like a big. Hike. That's a good one. Yeah, do like a dangerous big hike like that. Knowing that I would survive something like that, might get hurt, but I'm gonna survive. That's the other thing: you might get hurt, you might be paralyzed, you might yeah. lose limbs, you might be in a coma. I mean, if you yeah, I think that's something I would want to do. I'd okay. want to do like a big like a lot and like one that people. I would prepare myself for it, but I would yes, do it. Course. Um, yeah, that's something. That's something. That's the first. That's thing. a good one. Yeah. Um, just because I don't want to take any more time up i think my answer is gonna be no 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 no, no because we've been talking a lot about this book but we that's have been we... talking a lot i think i'm just gonna stay safe for right now and say skydiving think about my answer and then when i post my review i'll share my Ooh, answer Ooh, yeah i like that i like that um, unless i mean it could still be skydiving but who knows yeah. uh okay how about this is my one question that i have and it's not really a long one it says so you receive your boxes think that's quite young to be offered so mike and i had this conversation kind of relates to kind of and not okay this is it's very and it's like life path kind of deal so mike and i were having this conversation and i was like you know if you started college and like did your degree in life what do you think like you're doing college now Mm -hmm. what would you want to do 
And he said, I would not even go to college and try to be a YouTuber. Like I said, no, this was the question. Was if you went back in life, did call your life path, knowing what you know now, what would you do? I think I would do and do something else on top of that. Do like plumbing, electrician. And I said, okay, I would be a veterinarian. Yeah. And then, so it's like the, like, okay, are we t- going to college to? Um, I know hmm. it's not the same type of deal because this is literally life or death, but like, no, but I, I think that's definitely a good question. I think, cause what age do you go to college? 18? You go to college, yeah. 17? 18, 18, yeah. Depending on how you what um you know what i mean because like yes right now knowing what you know would you do a different degree but then if you think about it so college let's say you're going for four years like a normal bachelor's you're going for four if you start that at 18 yeah. you're out when you're 22 if you start that at 25 you're not done with college until you're almost 30 that's fair. And then getting into like a bunch of different things that way. If that wasn't a factor, I definitely think we're being forced to choose because specifically at Cuca, I know a lot of people that were like switching majors and being like, I don't know if this is what I want to do. Yeah. And you fucking are paying $40,000 a year to not know what so you want to do. do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some people don't know what they want to do until they're 30. Some people don't want know what they want to do at 18. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Some, some people change, move. Like, unless we had a different setup of, like, okay, 18, you go into, like, not necessarily, like, a BOCES program, but, like, you get to test out everything. You get to yeah. kind of, like, yeah. okay. I know at my high school, we did something specific where a lot of the, like, juniors and seniors traveled to BOCES. You had a list of everything they offered and you spent the day trying out a couple different things to kind of see what you wanted to do. They only had certain things. Like, I think I tried the um, photography one, like, like computers, like it wasn't as in depth as what it could be. But if we expanded on that and they had all these different careers and you spent a year, two years, dipping your feet into these ones, and then you go to college after that. Yeah, that's that's what like Mike and I were saying. What if you took those first two years after, or first year or two high school, and that for getting money at like odd jobs, but also figuring out your life, and then going to college, mm-hmm. that could change like, drastically. But I like if, the way you said it. That's interesting. Yeah. I just remember doing that. But again, they had like not very many big options mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, but if they had, if there was like some program that was free essentially or like some, like not 40 fucking thousand dollars um, yeah. where you could go and like test out different things where it has like plumbing and electricity. It has all these everything. Or there's different programs like that act as colleges, so you go and live there, but you're not paying a huge amount yeah. of money. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't know. That's I think that I still love like criminal justice, so I don't know if I would be too too different, but I definitely I also really loved like science stuff at Cuca. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I would have done something trying more science things. I love I think, science. I think it's so interesting. I loved I loved biology for some weird reason. I science in high school did not like wires were not connecting upstairs. And so I went there and I was like, oh, I have to take this biology course. So I signed up with a friend just to be like, we'll take the same class. And then I ended up being a tutor in that class. And I was like, am I smart? (laughs) I took, you want to know what? I took that biology class my senior year. Yeah. So I didn't even have any time to even think about, obviously I still love criminal justice. I love all the courses that I took and the experience that I got. But if I had known how easy it was, how biology like clicked, I don't know what it was. It clicked. Mm -hmm. I could be doing something totally different, making a fuck ton uh more money too. So, so with that sense, do we let younger, like say, do we let 18 year olds open their boxes? So that they have more time. So no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, I was stupid at 18. Fair. Also same. Um, I don't necessarily think I was much smarter at 22. Right. But maybe I would say if we moved it, I would say maybe 25. 25 but then is 25, I think, is a good age because assumed you have your shit a little bit together like he doesn't have to be totally together but maybe you kind of know what you want to do you're starting to get into that field you're meeting your partner like together a little bit a little bit not entirely definitely not entirely but you have a little bit together a little bit more than you do at 22 at 22 22 i was not making good choices no that's not same so oh, wow. I think that's where. Yeah. Same, that's say. where my head's 25 at. Twenty five is a good. Twenty five is good. Yeah. That's a good question, though. Got it from. Good. It was a good question. I enjoyed. Cool. All the rest of the questions were like the same. I already talked about. Okay. It. Anything else you want to add to this book other than bullying people to buy it? Uh no. <laughs> that's literally what I was gonna say. If you didn't, say that. I was gonna. Say, Y'all should read this book. It's I, yeah. so good. I'm glad I bought it. Me too. I'm so happy I bought it. Um, okay. Well, with that, do we want to pick or do we want to shout out first? I forgot the order that we do it in. I think we shout out first. Yeah, I think we shout out first. Do you want to do it? You want me to do it? I can do it. Did you say me? Yep. Oh, okay. I just didn't hear you said. So this Bookstagrammer of the Month is actually somebody... That Danielle and I are very good friends with um, in real life and on Bookstagram and in the gaming community. Like, she's great. Um, We are shouting out our friend Lauren. We recently bullied her into getting a Bookstagram. She's new to the Bookstagram community. She is really sweet. I She's literally texting me right now about House Across the Lake. So she's reading it. Ooh. As we're speaking. Um, but yeah, I I met Lauren actually through my husband. She is dating one of Josh's really good friends. So then Josh was like, oh, Al's girlfriend is a reader, you guys. And one day, I don't remember like what day, but Josh and Al would go golfing together. So Lauren will come out 
and she would just bring the books and we would sit in silence and read all day. And it's like the best company, as you know, like we've done that before, but we'll just sit in silence. And then one day out of the blue, I was like, Lauren, are you into gaming? And then she was like, yeah, like I'm, I didn't realize she was into gaming until I asked her. And this is back. I mean, I'm still obsessed with Dead by Daylight. We know. But I was like, oh, my God, you have to try this like game we should play. And she's like, oh, yeah, I own that game. I play all the time. And, the... and now every Sunday we play Dead by Daylight together and we text each other all the time about books, about fucking Dead by Daylight, about books and Dead by Daylight. <laughs> she's the best, though. Lauren's she really is. The best. Also, fun fact, and we're crossing our T's and stuff. She did not hate the lessons in chemistry. I spread fake news into the world. Oh, yes, you did. You did. That was a text. That was a group text that we got <laughs> after last episode. She loved it. And this might be a future for. Maybe we'll see. But um if you are not following our friend lauren definitely go give her a follow her at is laurens.perpetual.tbr so l-a-u-r-e-n-s dot p-e-r-p-e-t-u-a-l dot t-b-r boom crushed it god that was a lot you can find the me. link yes uh the- and I will shout her out, um, not at the end of the month. So sorry, Mariah. I really forgot. <laughs> I texted, well, because I texted her after we recorded, and I was like, guess what? We shouted you out for the pod. So later this month, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to need a picture, and I'm going to ask you questions. And she's like, okay, cool. Month got away from me, and like two weeks ago, I was like, fuck. Well, I was actually looking at our at the uh, pod page, and I was like, Kate wasn't the last person that we shouted out. Why is Kate the only one on there? And I was like, like, okay. I texted her. I was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot. I need all these questions answered today. Okay, thanks. So I will not forget this time. Um, But yes, please go give our friend Lauren a follow. She's great. We love her. And yeah. Yeah, Lauren. So Lauren, the measure is going to be in your Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm... My whole desk is shaking. I'm, I'm scared. scared. Jinx, huh? Yeah. All right. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Tell me when. Tell me when. No, you fucking pick. Okay. All right. This is our fate. This is our fate. You can keep all of this in. You yeah, know, I'm going to. All right. All right. Our fate is in my hand. It is in my hand. Are we ready? I am ready. We're ready. I'm Are we ready. ready? I'm so ready. Fiction. Oh, okay. So like okay. contemporary fiction, literary fiction. Could be anything. Yeah. That opens up a lot. That opens a whole book. So we are, the next genre is going to be fiction. Um, we will either, we'll decide what we're going to do. I don't know if we'll post options we, to vote on or if we just decide between the two of so, us. So. Okay. What? Um, book of the month comes out. Oh, yes. Okay. So we could pick so something. So one of those options. Also true. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. 
Well, we usually communicate between each other, and then we pick four, and then we'll have a vote. Or you and I can just pick one. Book of the Month will come out this week, so we can post what our next read is next Monday. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see what the options for are. Okay. And then... Okay. So next one is going to be fiction. I think an idea in my mind. I got to look it up, though. Okay. I don't think you're going to like it, but I'm... That's okay. I don't think it is, but... My Goodreads is not working, so... Yeah, that happens every time we record, which is strange. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's contemporary fiction. Okay, cool. And I have an idea. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Anything else you want to share before we end? No, but be sure to pay attention in August because we have a special episode that we're going to be dropping where we interview Margarita Margarita Montemore. Yes, I'm very excited. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. Anything else you want to add? Uh, No. Read the measure. Yes, read the measure. I agree. Where can they find you, Danielle? Find me on Instagram at Danny, D-A-N-I, all reads, A-L-L-R-E-A-D-S. Beautiful. Where can they find you? You can find me at at underscore bookmorgs underscore. Let's go. Let's go. And what has this been? This has been boozed and reviewed. reviewed. Hey, that's the first time I've ever done that. Yeah. I know. That's great. High five. High five. Let's go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening. In the next book. September 1st. September 1st. Or August sometime. Oh, yeah. August sometime. Curious. (laughs) Bye! Bye!